0: Welcome to Tales, Tunes and Tom Foolery starring Jerry Springer along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School coffee parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky.
1: My daddy came
0: home And now ladies and gentlemen, hey, here he is Jerry there. Springer.
1: Oh thank you so much. Oh sir. Thank you, thank you thank you.
2: And here we are again on the banks of the Ohio. The banks of the Ohio over on the Kentucky side at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky, uh, where they just dropped some dishes. uh, (laughs) uh, Hey, before we kind of really get into the heart of the podcast, I'm uneasy about something. And you know us. We're straight up about things. We don't pull the curtain in front of anything. We may have a legal problem. And hard as I try to keep everything right, as you're a producer, supposed to be able to handle this, I, what I, kind of
1: legal problem we have?
2: Well, there is a woman who has been contacting me regularly. I don't even
1: know her. I no oh. no no oh, oh, no, oh. no, no.
2: Oh. nothing like that. Oh, Shockingly, okay. nothing like that. No. It's somebody who has been obviously tracking our podcast. That's the good news. That's the good news. She has good an organization her. called Podcast Watch. Sounds Whoa. a little ominous to me. Yeah. Her name is, let me look here, Denise Compton. Well, she's been we, emailing yeah. me, and now David Pruce, our technical director, just told me she's called... The uh, show line, she somehow got the number of our show. What is her problem?
1: I mean, what? what, what is she calling us? The issue
2: is she's claiming that we are too biased, that it's too liberal, to be blunt. And well, she, That's the point. Well, that's what I felt, too. Yeah. But the more she talks to me, and and she's frankly making some threats about what she can do, and it all sounds kind of scary to me, uh, and I'm to a point now where I would like to ask you, and she's on the phone, on hold, luckily she can't hear anything I'm saying, but I'd like to ask you if you couldn't. And by the way, let's just say real fast. The way the structure of this podcast is, we do a little opening, we kind of gibberish around a bit, but then we always have what we call the red meat issue, and it's in the middle of the podcast. Well, I talk about yeah, we talk, talk about a political issue. Usually but it's, you and we're and happy to have you do that. But I would like to ask because I'm worried about our business plan. And I would like to ask, why couldn't you do what she's we have a asking? What? <laughs> what?
1: Yeah. What? Well, maybe it's not written yeah. down like the big boys what do. What genius it. thought up this business model? You know how much it costs me just to fly into yeah, yeah. Cincinnati and do this uh, show, yeah. and then uh, I got to stay at a hotel.
2: Yeah. Boy, you know I'm telling you that. Then I got to pay the people that talk? work on this show. How much yeah. money do you think yeah. this yeah. is costing me? I'm right. not making a penny. Right. A business well, plan. Well, look. Well, let's put it this way. If you would like to continue to burn your money every month, let's let's do, do, do what this
1: woman is asking. Okay, these she's complaining that we're too liberal.
2: She is asking, and I am. I've, I hate the way I'm sounding, but I'd like to join with her and ask you. I'm agreeing with her because I'm afraid of her, to be honest. That politically afraid of her. Uh, we, I've talked to her. You haven't. But if we could. Tone down some of that, or do go all Fox Newsy on them and do what? a little bit of liberal. One day, are you? Do, and do a little bit. Of, are you insane? <laughs> of it day. What? Put this woman. Put, put, okay, um, can Jane? we put her on? Because maybe she can this make the case the better Gal than, Gal I than I know. am on yeah. her behalf. But yeah. let's see. if she name? Denise Compton. Uh, Miss
1: Compton, are you there?
0: Hi, yes, I'm here. Um, I'm, I'm, That's her. all right. Hi, Denise. Jerry. This is,
1: yeah, this is Jerry Springer. Hi, Denise. Uh, thanks for calling. Um, and thanks for listening.
0: No, I'm no problem. It's part of my job. Um, so, Jerry, thanks for taking my call. I have a couple of concerns that I'd like to voice with you today. Yeah. Um, as I, I believe you may, or your producers may have told you, we feel that your material is a bit, well, way too liberally biased. In fact, um, it's painful to listen to your podcast
1: at times. So, have you taken, what we would like to do what I'm
0: doing currently, is getting it's some a liberal, lawyers together it's a liberal. and going we... to Congress.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's. Biased, of course it's biased. It's what I believe. It's a, it's a liberal point of view. It's close to truth. But anyway, it's a liberal point of view. And uh, that's what it is. You know, you can, if you want to hear a right wing point of view, you, you know, you listen to Fox. Um, but if you want something that's, I fear you may have not heard
2: something that I think she I just heard I'm her biased. say, well, I, I thought I heard her say she may complain to Congress that changes the situation. I think drastically. Am I right, uh, Ms. Compton? Cause I know you've told me a number of times you're getting increasingly closer to going to Congress and trying to get a congressional hearing on this podcast. Is that accurate?
0: That is accurate, you and see, I think scary. it's important, um, just as our responsibility of putting information out on the airwaves, that we do have a fair and a balanced approach to everything that we're listening to. I feel that your, um, your approach on this is simply irresponsible, Mr. Springer.
1: Well, uh, you wouldn't be the first person to say that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, well, first of all, going to, going to Congress, we, we're a podcast. This is America. This is my point of view. And the podcast is about what we believe. It's probably better for the country if you all did listen and, and you know follow some of the advice you're getting, but that's your decision. You don't have to listen to it, but you're gonna to go to Congress. First of all, what makes you think anything can get done if you go to Congress? <laughs> Do you know who's in charge there?
2: Is it Miss Compton, and maybe I find find myself joining hands with you on this? But oh, Mr. (laughs) You know what? You can take your business (laughs) plan. Well, Mr. Springer, <laughs> I find out I'm calling you Mr. Springer. Uh, Jerry, why couldn't you uh, do a podcast uh, where you come out in favor of uh, blowing the tops off of mountains and getting the coal out much more quickly and easily and helping the, so you those poor coal companies so you, make some profit? So you
1: want me to basically be dishonest? You want me to say well, things I don't believe?
2: I really hadn't thought that all the way through. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I'm not saying that. You know what? I'm going to agree with you. Let, let, put, you know can can where you your put her bet, on hold for a second? Where your bread is put buttered. her on hold. Okay, yeah. she's on hold. Look, well, what, what am I doing? What, what am mean? I doing? I stand with she you. Let her We're go a couple to
1: of. Better
2: listen to somebody then else's you, podcast. Let's come out, they don't bring have her, her back any authority on, and let's say this. to her, the answer is no. That would. We're be, not changing this
1: podcast. Getting Congress to do that, that would be like having. The government listening to our phone conversations. That's never going to happen. That, no, could that never would happen. never happen
2: in America. Let's bring Ms. Compton back on. Miss Compton, how are you? Uh, um, I'm well, thank I
1: you have for have back.
2: I have a very clear uh, position that we're taking. We've come to a conclusion. We will not change tales, tunes, and tomfoolery. The Jerry Springer podcast will remain proudly liberal and Jerry, we'll say this together: liberals always, always win. win. <laughs> well, Thank you. Uh, and look, listen right. to this audience.
1: Oh my God! And, and this you know, and, it, it, and that and that is a Foxy News you, bunch um, of people. Evening, I think
0: um, on this phone call, but uh, you will be hearing from my lawyers here in the in the near future. Oh, so you can look forward to that. Um, in the meantime, uh, Mr. Springer. In all actuality, your television show is something I think every American should see. Um, and in that vein, That's I would really appreciate it if you couldn't throw some tickets. I'm saying maybe ten, fifteen tickets my way. Um, I'd like to bring some of my family up. You can fly us up and put us up in a hotel. That'd be great. Up in Chicago, correct?
1: So. Uh- uh, yeah, yes. yeah, it's in Chicago. Uh, let's put her. Yeah.
2: Let's put cool. Miss Compton on hold for a minute. Yeah, a second. Uh, we'll be right second, back with you, Miss Compton. A, a, she's okay, negotiating. Okay. Okay. Now we're negotiating.
1: negotiating. This is where we wanted no. to be. She wants to go to the show in Chicago. We yes. haven't been in Chicago for five years. In Stamford, Connecticut. Okay, we'll, we'll send see, we'll it to Chicago. to Chicago. She'll be staying at a hotel there. <laughs> that's a good idea. Just ask any okay, taxi driver. Let's
2: give her three tickets. She's got three. Bus four. Give her four. Four tickets because travel around the city on buses. She wants to bring
1: a date. And, and give her a backstage pass,
2: because that costs us nothing, a backstage, backstage pass. Backstage pass. Okay, you don't burn any of your money to do a backstage pass no, to your TV no, show. No, I burn all my Just money Just burn all this. your money on this. Okay, let's bring Ms. Compton
1: back on. Ms. Compton? On. Hi, Ms. Compton, how are you? Yeah, you know I'll what? well,
0: thank you. Have you given consideration to my
1: request? Yeah, and, and uh, are, are you, well, first let me find this out. Are you saying that you will reconsider going to Congress with this if you get tickets to my show?
0: No, I'm not saying I would reconsider, but I figured since I made the phone call, I may as well try.
1: Yeah, well, uh, okay. I'll just show you how liberal I am. We would love to have you uh, see the show. And you want oh, to come to Chicago, right?
0: Correct. At Chicago. Well, I be there next yes. month, in fact.
1: Well, you can certainly come to Chicago, and then maybe one day you can see the show. So, uh, that would be we're, we're going to send you uh, off, off. We'll send you four tickets. Four tickets. I'll do it. Yeah, because I'm and your people. I'm you're your my people. people. Uh, yeah, care. and and you'll, uh, you'll, we'll put you up there, and then when you go down into the lobby and ask any cab driver how to get yes. to the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> That's it. Thank you very much, Miss Compton. Thank you very
2: Thank much. Thank you, and Thank enjoy you. your stay in Chicago. Thank you. That was okay. great. Well, there it is. I mean. That oh. was not a big deal, oh, yeah, and it'll be like she'll,
1: you know, be walking around asking people, "How do loony. you, how do you find the Jerry Springer all- show?" And there are people that really think that you can get the government to tell the podcast what you can do.
2: Yeah, it's it's unbelievable, and I know you would agree. You agree. You sat there, Megan, listened to all this, and I was watching your eyes, and they were <laughs> like, what <laughs> the <laughs> heck is with her? <laughs>
0: Although I thought it was great that she wanted to see your show. All Americans should see your show. Yeah.
1: Well, what's that wrong with bizarre? that? That was the most <laughs> well, sensible thing she <laughs> said.
0: <laughs> 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 said. Ladies if more people it. would
1: watch the show, they would know what not to do.
0: Well, you know, there is some truth to that. Yeah.
1: Now, uh... Boy,
2: Jared, did you notice Gallup has been yeah. busy these days, running a lot of polls that
1: are, and they just do polls. They don't. They don't just run polls; they also run a few Czechoslovakians. I'll tell you that. Let's no. see. Let's see. Oh, that's so that cheap. That one again? Are we? That's so <sighs> cheap. That one again? Uh, okay. But
2: they, they tell us about and your reaction to a poll that came out that deals with the very tricky, thorny topic that America's been dealing with for many years: abortion. Right. And the right of a woman to choose what to do with her own body. So tell a little bit about the survey that was done and your take this, on how this is. This evolved. is
1: kind of interesting, but it is consistent what we say here every week. Um, now, for the first time in many years, more Americans identify themselves as pro-choice than a right to life. And what I mean by that is, when they say pro-choice, they mean a woman has a right to make the decision. They're not saying abortion is legal just in case to preserve uh, the life of the woman or in cases of rape or something like that. They're saying it's a woman's decision. And more people now in America are taking that position than are taking the position of right to life. Now, I don't want to use this as a platform on, you know, obviously I'm pro-choice. The point of what I'm going to talk about now is not what position people ought to take. It's more that this is further evidence that ultimately liberals always win because the only thing that is consistent with a free society is that free people will ultimately have the power to make free choices about their lives. That is inevitable. It is why every social issue you can point to in the last hundred years, every generation is more liberal than their parents and so it keeps getting more and more liberal so ultimately that's what I keep saying for those of my friends who are liberal don't get too discouraged eventually we win there are some battles along the way but eventually we will win and we certainly win on this issue too because it is the only thing that is consistent with a free society now here's the point I'd like to make the debate is always on the wrong question because the discussion always starts out when does life begin Catholics say life begins at conception Protestants say life begins at birth Jews say life begins when the kids leave home Now <laughs> But the real But the, r- the real issue The real question You just
2: felt there was some need for some comic relief I had there. to throw that in there, <laughs> <laughs> there. That was a Because perfect that's what dance. we call
1: gratuitous <laughs> see, yes. See here's what I do I first write out some jokes And yeah, then man. I see what can I talk about Where the joke yeah, would work man. No. OK.
3: All
1: right. The question of when life begins is irrelevant to the discussion of abortion. And I'll tell you why. Life begins at conception. That is a scientific fact. Life begins at conception. If, if you have conception and you do nothing else, it will grow and develop. That is the definition of a life The real question, which we don't talk about, but which is the ultimate question, is when does a human being begin? And when a human being begins is not a scientific question. That's a philosophical question based on our own personal beliefs, our religious beliefs, our non-religious beliefs, our morality, whatever. Your personal philosophical beliefs will determine when you believe a human being begins when you have a human being so get off the question of when a life begins it's when a human being begins now even those people who are diehard right to life anti-abortion under any circumstances or almost any circumstances I would say 95% of Americans really deep down believe the question is when does a human being begin And I'll tell you why. I'll give you an example. If you heard that down at the end of the block on which you live, God forbid, there's this two-year-old girl that lives there, a gorgeous little toddler, lovely kid, plays out in the yard every day. And God forbid, horrible, you heard that someone knifed her to death one night. And then they caught the person. Virtually everyone in America would have the belief that that person ought to spend the rest of his or her days in in prison. If you believed in the death penalty, you'd say death penalty, but that's murder. You kill a two-year-old girl, you go the death penalty or the rest of your life in prison, and virtually everyone would have that position. We don't even think twice about it. Of course. My God, you knifed that girl. Yeah. Now... Later on, the next week, you're at a cocktail party or coffee in your neighborhood. And one of the friends, one of the people, 20-something, and she's a friend of your daughter or whatever, or your son, and she says in some private conversation, she says, you know, back when I was 17, I was in a tough situation and I had an abortion. Nobody, virtually nobody, believes that you should immediately call the police and this person ought to get the death penalty or spend the rest of their life in prison. You don't really believe that. Even if you're opposed to abortion and you heard that some kid back when she was 17 or 16 had an abortion, you don't really think she ought to get the death penalty. We don't really think she ought to go to prison the rest of her life. And then you have to ask yourself the question, if you don't believe that, why is it? It's because deep down, we philosophically really do distinguish between a fetus and a human being that's already born. Now, when exactly do you go from a fetus to a human being? I don't know. It's a personal, philosophical, religious decision. And because it's a philosophical, personal decision, since it's not scientific, since it's just based on your your thought processes, how you were raised, what you believe, we'll each have a little bit of a different. Someone will say, "Ah, maybe five months. Maybe it's got to be birth. Maybe it's well, if it's already can survive on its own, whatever." We'll all see. It's philosophical. It's personal, and that's why in a free society it has to be pro-choice because it's philosophical and that is why inevitably in this free society we call america that pro-choice will ultimately be the rule and the acceptance of the day
2: all right thanks jerry mm. that's a,
1: that's it. <clears throat> tough issue i and- still think it's when the kids leave home yes you know, it,
2: it, it, oh, I just thought of something, and it uh, doesn't really connect to this, but when you're not on hiatus, let's say it's like your normal work yeah. situation, your work week I think I know the answer to this, but it's so stunning. I'd like to just draw it out of you for a second. <laughs> Your work week we starts the same as you, Megan, yeah. and I on a Monday morning. You the go three of us
1: do the same thing. We, we go, all go, we to, go work. to the airport and get on Monday our planes. morning,
2: we go to work. Go then, to work. Megan, you and I, by Friday, maybe 7 o'clock, we're dragging ourselves to yep. our respective homes, tired, worked hard all week.
0: Yep, sat in traffic, didn't have an airplane. Oh, my gosh. Didn't- Yep.
2: worked hard we're tired and we can't wait for that weekend your work week ends if i'm not mistaken at about three o'clock on tuesday you're mistaken <laughs> <laughs> i'll be done like <laughs> yeah, school just me just like you were with the business plan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> when is your work weekend
1: Three thirty well, of that show which you yes. never miss and you no, love i love that show i oh, love you that love show love oh, i've never seen, seen it. it yeah what is that? Hold on.
0: I've never seen it. Hold on.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Megan, you've never I've seen it. I've never seen it. Hold on a second. <laughs> Megan. It's, it's on all. I've look seen at me, Megan. You have never <laughs> That's seen Some people now say as a defense. I've, I've seen Megan. Bag- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Megan. I'm serious. You have never seen the Jerry. Springer?
0: I swear, Springer? I've
2: never seen one. What? How? Why? I mean, what's it's, it? It's like it's just, like a thing. Well, I work like during a, the
0: day, so I don't. You know, I'm not oh,
3: at home. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so I'm not at home. And like well, you know, but I you just,
2: were in co- your college friends all watched, didn't no, they? The Jerry Springer no, Show. I'm
0: sure oh, they you, did. Yeah, I. I, I you don't had know. no friends. I, well, it's
2: yeah. also true. <laughs> That's interesting no, that never you know. I'll send you the tape. Okay, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm solid. The too hot for TV. Oh, <laughs> no, but baggage oh. is really cute. I oh, like that. baggage is unbelievable.
0: <laughs> the
2: Jerry Springer Show is nothing like baggage. It's much, much. I mean, better, better, know what it is. <laughs> it's much better,
1: much better. You know, yeah. you
0: can't. It's culturally, you can't escape it. You know, I mean, I know what the format of it is and stuff like that, but I've never sat through and watched an yeah. We, of well, it Yeah, well, last
1: week we talked about the impact of inflation on the world bond market. You did <laughs> not. It was unbelievable. You
0: absolutely did there, not. There is the guests.
1: The guests were naked when they were talking. <laughs> from what I understand, they
0: throw things, but, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, never sat through an accident. There is, episode. by
2: the way, I, I've gotten gone from motorcycle riding to cycling, so I got this bike called a felt bike, and there is a part you can buy an accessory called the Jerry Springer Fork. That's what it's called, the Jerry Springer fork. I don't know why, but that's how far (laughs) your ruination of the American culture has fingers (laughs) that reach
0: penetrated,
2: penetrated into entire society products. Hey, when does your work week? What did you say? A fork? A fork? Like the fork? fork, The fork? You know? Wait, what do you think? Like fork? No, no, I'm saying the fork (laughs) of the bike over the What is that? you You tape? You record three shows on Monday. And then how many on Tuesday?
1: Two on Tuesday. That's the actual tapings. Yes. But then we're like in 206 markets in yeah. the country. So you're constantly talking with general managers and salespeople. Yeah. From different you're, and your countries.
2: people work hard. Your producer is different from me. I produce this. Yeah. They work hard. She all They do. And, you know. and they know
1: not to wake me because there's a couch in my office where I can nap.
2: Is that, that's true. Yeah. But but the fact is, at about 3 o'clock, you're on with your Gulfstream flying over America back to Coming one of seven houses. to do this houses. stupid for
1: yeah. thing. Hey, wait a second. Yeah. With hey. your business plan. Yeah. yeah. Actually, then, you have a business plan for you. Hey, it's a wonderful business So you do this. Yeah, and then, you know. back No, actually, and, you, you work. Yeah. Oh, it's Hey, I, I, no, you actually work very hard. Let's oh. hear it
2: for Jerry Springer. What's no. yeah. up? Hardest working man in show business. Please. Yeah. Hey. Let's uh, talk some music yes. here. Yes. We have you Lonesome Jared performing to the- tonight. The show. And, and that, the, the Jared refers to uh, Jared uh, Shadle, and then he's on guitar. And then joining him also on guitar is uh, Nick Geese And they're going to do a song, and then we're going to talk to you a little bit about it, talk about your website, and et cetera. But take us into it. That's lonesome, Jared, and uh, I think Nick's fingers are bleeding. I'm pretty sure. And uh, <laughs> oh, you must have some calluses on those tips, huh? <laughs> That's Very good great. stuff. Very good. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jared. First of all, what's you wrote that song, right? Yes, sir. And what was the inspiration for that? It's
3: About a woman that was giving me the cold shoulder. So. <laughs> all right. I was missing. Yeah, <laughs> I know
2: what you mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where, do you guys have a website where people can uh, see? You other yeah, things you're doing
3: uh, well we're on facebook and reverb nation just uh type in jared shadel on the compound fractures on google and okay you'll find everything you need <laughs> music and- i love it <laughs> we're all over youtube and all that so perfect places to hear us and see us and
2: you uh are centered out of cincinnati correct right. yeah. like where did you grow up
3: well i grew up in High. he grew up in uh what's that Deer Park. deer park okay oh, so yeah. a couple cincinnati a of, neighborhoods, uh, local. neighborhoods and Ohio.
2: local guys uh, can you take us out on Irene Good Night?
3: We can do that. Wait, we let me love look it. up the
2: words here. <laughs> yeah. And Jerry's going to jump in on this with you, if you don't mind. Whenever you're ready. <clears throat> you want to
3: take a verse on this, Jerry? Is that what's
2: going on? Yeah.
1: He yeah, will. Yeah. Well, I'll look at You'll notice when I'm singing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: been listening to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Foley, sponsored by the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song and to you for listening. Hope to see you all again real soon.
1: Ocean, to jump in the river and-